Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome everybody back to Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. We're in the third leg of my journey, uh, my last stop in my road trip uh, over the 4th of July week. I made the trip from Richmond to the Buzzard Compound in South Carolina back up to Richmond for uh, remembering my pillow and toothbrush. And then- <laughs> No, Charger, it was Charger. It was Charger, you're right. Um, and Toothbrush then... is mine, I just looked at it. I was cleaning the bathroom. <laughs> and then um, I made my way up to Bel Air, not California, but Maryland, to the fine home of, I'll let my guest introduce himself. Uh, Good time of day wherever all you listeners in podcast land are. Uh, this is Matty Bo, the irrational bohemian, the patron saint of mullets and good times. Uh, as Jim said, I'm from Bel Air, Maryland, and uh, you know, me and my wife Chelsea welcomed him in his uh, home, into our home, and uh, we're just happy to be here and uh, get this podcast on. Yeah, yeah. No, Maddie and Chelsea are pretty rad and nice people I met in the only rally that's going to happen this year, it looks like in uh tampa um maddie and i just kind of kicked it off right away and really really rad and nice guy him and his lovely bride uh chelsea um but maddie knows kind of the run around but i'm still gonna do it like i do every podcast this is a moped uh uh, this is second chance a moped podcast where we tell moped stories and it's what happened i.e the first time you ever saw a moped got and then got on a moped um and then what it was like kind of middle part of your middle mopeding life and then what it's like today so maddie what was the first time and you have a unique story i know that so what's the first time you ever remember seeing a moped the first time that i like recognized seeing a moped was a kid from my high school uh his name was ghost i hopped on it uh i i he, well, he let me hop on it. Uh, he lived in the same neighborhood as uh, my girlfriend at the time. And I had seen them like throughout my childhood. I didn't really know too much about them. I didn't, you know, I didn't know the difference. I just thought, wow, that's a, that's a motorcycle with pedals. That looks really cool. I wish I could do that. <laughs> but um, this kid came along and I didn't even know he rode a moped, but I was like below 16. I was like 14 or 15 and he had the moped permit through the state of maryland and he was ripping around on this tomos a3 green step through and i remember distinctly that second gear shift like i had ridden all my buddies little crappy 50 scooters and go peds and stuff like that and i just remember feeling like the baddest dude on the block like this is freedom so then 16 rolls around, I get my license and I'm hanging out with a couple hot rod people and stuff in my area. And one of the guys is like, you need to talk to Angel. She's a tattoo artist over here at Flesh and Angel gets squared away. I'm like, mm. but it was between that and my first comet and the whole winter time thing. I don't do well with the cold. <laughs> I never got to meet Angel. And instead I bought this six cylinder Mercury Comet with a two speed automatic yeah, I'll be honest. It took me 10 years to realize that every vehicle I've ever loved is a two-speed automatic, and it's a bit embarrassing. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that was kind of like my first gig into it. And then uh, when I started, I got out of the Navy and I got kind of out of hot rods, just kind of trying to sort my life out. And uh, my girlfriend at the time stated that she wanted a Vespa. 
and we went hunting on the internet for a Vespa and some cool guy on Craigslist had tagged, you know, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, Vespa. Oh, you gotta love, you gotta love those listings. I, you know what, when they, when you see the rando pop up in the, it, there's, you almost gotta, you gotta look, you gotta click it. You wanna, you, why are you here, sir? You know what I mean? So we, so we, we reach out to the guy, he said 500 bucks, first come, first serve, runs, rides, title, it's good to go, it's perfect. I call him, I reach out, and long story short, the guy had bought it brand new in 87 and uh, had kept it the entire time. His son was getting to the 15 years old moped permit age. They rebuilt it together over the summer. And then his dad only had like one agreement. It was like, don't carry anything illegal in this fancy trunk under this top tank seat. And his son was like, I'm 15, fuck the world. So like a week later, do you know why you're signing the title to this lovely young lady here to buy it? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I can't even like look at this kid like, God, I remember that age. I totally would have done the same thing, but this bike's sick. And we got that and we, we rode that around. I, I bought my own and uh, we were having fun with it. And it came time to do maintenance and I took hers down to the original dealership. I come from Hot Rods. I thought it was a good idea. I didn't want the responsibility of working on her stuff for her safety. God forbid anything ever happened. I didn't want it on me. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, like $1,200 later, they gave me a bike that wouldn't rev. And uh, yeah, the, it turns out that in the 80s, they were actually, you know, doing some porting and throwing a 1616 DeLordo and a bi-turbo on it and calling it good. And <laughs> when we brought it back to them, they put it back to factory specs, put the old air snot, uh, air nozzle, uh, uh, air cleaner uh, rubber boot on it. So it brings it down to like a pinky sized hole. Yeah. Uh, no yeah. wonder it won't rev up anymore. And I keep uh, fouling plugs. Mm -hmm. So I had to call, the, <laughs> I had to call the original owner and he, he walked me through how simple it was to drop a motor and, and it was that was it i hit the ground running and basically out of spite for twelve hundred dollars to continental cycles of ocean city maryland um <laughs> you can bleep that out if you have to it's your call but i'll, I'll nah, send you the, nah. i'll send you the emails if you want it's a good i'm time. lazy as hell when it comes to editing so what gets on what gets on <laughs> but yeah basically out of spite i dove into it that no i would never be kind of wronged like that and that i would understand uh everything that i could and props to ray yeah, props to Ray. Good dude. <laughs> well, that's I think that's another reason why you and I get along so well because like I I believe in a lot of the same theories and that like I can't handle not knowing something about something I'm driving. So, um, well, if you can't handle not knowing something, Jim, I have to let this secret out right now. Okay. Maddie's pausing. Out in Radioland, what I'm doing right now is looking to Maryland's president of the Graveyard Shifters to dial in and oh shit, the Zoom meeting. Okay, I'll let it, uh, this is the first kids. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a run in, and I'm actually gonna let this happen, even though I'm a control freak. And we've got I see somebody coming in. See, this is, I was wondering why I was having me text me all the links and everything like that, and. We have, oh, I don't Jim, know who it is. It's an iPad. Is Jim, this is. is Mark. This is, uh, oh, no. Oh, oh no. We're going to take a second here to pause while we figure this out. It's second chance.
all right, what happened there was Maddie was trying to be awesome and throw in a whole bunch of guests, but they're all in the same room and they're going to go on another device. And what happened was microphones and speakers can hear each other. And we had some really awesome feedback going. So that's where we were with that. Uh, hope we didn't blow anyone's speakers. Well, I know well, Ashley's laugh took mine uh, a couple times. I'm just going to edit that out. I ain't editing shit. <laughs> but... Right on. So we got we got a great train wreck going. We're gonna keep going with this, and we're just gonna see what happens from here. Um, well, let's continue with your story, there, sir, Maddie. Um, so you're um, you're learning about the Vespa, which is a which what brand of Vespa was it? Like, well, so, no, the model. It, it was uh, so. Uh, forgive me. It ended up being a. Uh, it was the 1987 Tomos Golden Bullet. I'm sorry. Uh, Okay, okay. Um, and you can actually, you can see an awesome video uh, where uh, regular car reviews out of Pennsylvania. Yeah, awesome yeah. guy, hilarious. Uh, you know, uh, he, he came up thanks to Nate from the Wizards. Um, mm -hmm. Nate had done a couple videos with him, or it was either one or two videos he did with him in the early years with his like first season. And um, Nate, made, Nate made the introduction, but it was funny because uh, I hadn't even met Nate yet, and Amir was kind of showing me all these hilarious videos, and we were killing time at work. He's like, I always wanted to have something this guy would, like, really love to look at. And uh, ironically, Amir was at Mecca while we were getting filmed. So that adds its own spiciness to it, like, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> but we brought his bike and stuff, and that's the red race bike he featured in the video when he was talking about some of these guys have souped these things up. But I got to give a lot of credit to Mr. Regular. Uh, he had, you know, half of the Wizards Club there. He had half the Shifters Club there. And all just scream, moped, 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 fact, moped, fact, moped, just screaming in his ear, you know. So the fact that he mixed up A3 and A55 motor, I can't even hate on him for it. Um, cause he really did such a good, uh, such a good job kind of really just relaying what a moped is. He had a blast riding and we had a blast riding with him and it was a good time. And I hope everybody kind of searches that out. Regular car reviews, Tomos is a good video to watch on YouTube. The whole series oh. is really entertaining. If anybody checks it out, it's even in podcast form. So like some of the longer in, de in detailed ones are really good to listen to. They have like, Oh the my God, the Lee Iacocca. Oh God damn dude. That's so, yeah. God bless the mm. car. Um, but so you got the Tomos cargo or you got, you got the yep. Tomos. Um, and we got it all squared away again, had fresh tires, fresh cables. And, uh, me and Chelsea, you know, started to look around. We got it legal, you know, through the Maryland, uh, Maryland moped slash scooter law to give us our little sticker. Cause we don't get actual registration. We get titled and a sticker, but we don't get registration. Okay. And, uh, it says it on the title not to be registered. Man, show that to a cop. You want to see a good fucking time, Christ. Yeah, that's yeah, entertaining that's... as all hell. I've, License yeah, and I... registration. I will hand you a title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not to be registered, sir. But here is my insurance <laughs> policy. Yeah. So you have uh, to be insured up in Maryland. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, honestly, man, and it's <laughs> it sucks. If you go to a, a different, you, you, could, you could go to the same DMV five different times in a day and go to five different people at the counter. I've had them tell me that I just need to be insured as a driver. And I showed them the insurance policy to my car. They didn't care. They were like, all right, cool. Gave me the title. I've gone to private guys that are like, no, I need to see this VIN number is insured. 
Mm -hmm. I've had the same experience. They just want to see my moped policy number. Like I have multiple mopeds under the same policy. They're like, we're just going to put it under this. I'm like, okay. And they're, because a lot of times I'm an avid person. If you have a moped, put insurance on it. Trust me from somebody who's been in an accident. It will save you a lot of headaches in the long run, but whatever. Um, but so, then, uh, so once we got squared away with our tags and stuff, um, coming up was uh, Stilts uh, or Michael Beck from the uh, Maryland scooter scene was hosting the first annual Baltimore scooter rally. And um, we went down uh, because of the Maryland, like, you know, I was uneducated. I came from hot rods. Anything smaller than a Harley is a scooter. Mm -hmm. And I learned very quickly, no, there are scooters and there are mopeds. And you, <laughs> sir, do not belong here, but we will kindly accept you. And, oh, my God, it's so cute. Look, he's try his pedal fell off. He's still trying to keep up. Shift into fourth. He'll stop trying to keep up. He's still trying. It's adorable. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that, me, so that was actually the rally that me and Chelsea got engaged at. Um, nice. We, we – we were, we were riding. We had just left the first spot. We'd done like two turns and maybe three miles. And, uh, this, uh, we were running through the, we, you know, they had the traffic blocked. Uh, there was this awesome weird looking dude with Virginia tags on this Grom that was like red bulled out. I now know him as Justin from Richmond. Ah. And rebel, he, rebel. so he's blocking in front of this red Jeep and right behind this red Jeep is a red Hyundai. And they're freaking out, and the dude keeps inching up on him. And I, I see Chelsea go through the intersection, and I follow through. And right as I follow through, I see the dude bump Justin on the knee, and Justin, like, superhero, like, down punch his hood. Like, hell yeah, I don't know what's going on, but I feel like I should help. <laughs> but as we came through the intersection, the Hyundai freaked out and went around the Jeep and almost hit me and then proceeded to try and run Chelsea off the road. And so now I'm like, yo, game on. So I start to chase this Hyundai down while Justin's handling the other side. And uh, it turns out that's the wife of the guy in the Jeep. And she freaked out and just went around him, like not putting up with this going around. So they pull into the, the it turns out that we were actually going to stop for a fuel stop about 300 feet ahead. So good timing. So everybody pulls in the parking lot and this bearded, sportster riding guys bragging about how he rides and they never block traffic even at the gettysburg rally they don't block traffic and he called the cops and god you know baltimore cops man they roll up <laughs> it's baltimore it's baltimore bro yeah and the cops said you called about a fucking biker gang and took a look around to a bunch of classic leg shield scooter Vespas, Lambrettas, and a bunch of people that think the Beatles are still fucking cool with their suits and ties. Yeah, he, 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 he giggled, didn't he? The cop was like, who the fuck's going to press charges? Because I think we've got it backwards. Do you guys want to press charges? Because he technically hit you with his Jeep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, situation turned real quick other way. <laughs> and uh, right then and there, I decided it's a good time. You know, Chelsea, we don't know... Uh, what, what the rest of our journey holds for us, but uh, I do know that I want to share this journey with you, and I dropped down on one knee with the BCPD sitting over there with their lights on and an angry Jeep guy and a bunch of Vespas and my transmission fluid pissing out my rear seal. And, uh, that's where she said yes. Well, you know, you, you began the life journey with uh, Tomo's Wheel of Death, huh? 
Oh yeah, I didn't know what that real seal thing was until I had to take it apart for the first time. No, I just keep putting fluid in it. If it's leaking exactly. fluid, that means there's still fluid in it. Exactly. <laughs> I do hate right that on. mindset now, though. Yeah, uh, we we all we've all fallen. after after Amir got his hands on one, it so it ended up we uh it got to the point I had to put my truck into the shop, so I put the moped in the back, put Chelsea's Targa in the back, went up to the shop dropped the truck off, rode the moped to work. It was like 15 minutes down the road. And uh, when I pulled up to work, everybody was like, oh, ha, ha, look at that. I mean, it looks cool, but how fast can it really go? And I was like, I don't know, you take it for a spin. And everybody, the smile ride, man. Yeah, and when yeah. Amir came back, he, you know, he loves that Formula One. He loves science. He loves anything math, man. And he attacked it with the science of like a NASA scientist, man. Like he just went after it. More like NASA engineer. Uh, engineer, yeah. But he does have it to a science. Yeah, and surely there, and you know, we went through our little arms race of like, I'm gonna buy a pipe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a car, but I'm gonna keep my stock pipe. Oh, I seized a hole. Yeah. <laughs> and instead, he's like, well, if you had just taken the time to run the numbers inside the chamber, and you know, he's got a fucking micrometer in there, and it's like, it's yeah. just mopeds. Yeah. But if you don't look at it that way, it takes a whole different attitude. And uh, I come from aviation before hot rods, like, well. Mm -hmm. Hot rods, I was 16, but like as a as a as my trained trade from 18 to 22 slash 23 was aviation, and in aviation, you know, flying is dangerous. Flying through a thunderstorm is stupid. So I really try to apply that, and especially after me and Chelsea wrecked at the Philly Fun Fist rally, um, after I had finished Goose for the first time, I really started to apply it. Like, you know, if you cut corners, you're just gonna end up cutting yourself. So. You know. I stress that all the time to new people in mopeds. Like, they always say, oh, it's not that big. It is a huge deal. Safety first. I just sold a moped the other day, and, like, somebody wanted to make it go fast. I'm like, well, first, you know those OEM tires you have on from 1978? Let's talk about replacing those first. Because it's new It's new people stuff, dude. I, I did it. I was going way too fast on OEM tires. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's safety first. Once you see that first bubble, you're like, can I ride on that? Yeah. And then, it, then it pops and you can't. Yeah. And with the safety first thing, it doesn't matter how fast your bike can go. If it can't stop, it shouldn't be ridden. Yeah. yeah. Firm believer in that. <laughs> what do you mean I need brake cables? I just need new vans. Yeah. yeah. Well, what do you mean I need brake pads? I can't find them anymore because my fucking wheels were never made in the U.S. My favorite question where do I get parts? <laughs> the 17,000 Treatland stickers surrounding you don't give this away. I got, myself, I got very lucky. I got told right away who to go to because I was going to go to another organization that has some shipping issues now and again. And I just... And had an adult film shot? Well, maybe. Um, you know, that's no signal <laughs> there. <laughs> um, but I just got, you know, I got very lucky to get in good with you know, but I've had good luck with those. I've had good luck with Denny's and like, you know, but treats, you know, they're just. Those came with the first time that I actually looked at Dose Man was when uh, we were going through our first Parma motor with Brian. Um, dude, he left like an 800 foot skid mark when he sees that single fucking ring. It was dope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, uh, Route 50 in Ocean City, Maryland, man. He had just been wide open for like 25 minutes straight. 50 yeah. mile an hour road. <laughs> 50 mile an hour road. He's looking at the cops riding alongside, like, sup. <laughs> and, if you know, and if you know Tomas, they love to sit wide open. 
they run the best full throttle. Of course, everything does. Every, yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like a Honda. Like, they, there is no mid-range in my bikes. There's wide open or nothing. We don't have mid-range because, like, a lot of us use McCoonies, man. After actually, it was kind of cool. I've always heard the argument between, what is it, the PHBG or the PHVA? Oh, what is it? The 17.5 uh, Delorto as opposed to using the McCoonie 18. Yep. I, and I understand the range, I understand the tuning, but I'm lazy and I have a lot of work to do. And the Makuni just fouls my plugs and doesn't seize me, so I'll take it. But yeah, riding yeah. Justin's well-tuned A55 with dude with his car, I think it's the PHBG. I really enjoyed being down in Richmond riding his because that was like that was the first time I'd had a power band, like not a power, a continuous delivery of power as opposed to an on-off switch of the Makuni. Does that and make sense? I, yes, because yes. I am walking away from Makuni as we speak. I kind of got talked into Polini carbs and mm. I put a 17.5 on my Honda that I had at your place. And that thing is so much fun. And then I put a 19 on my um, other bike just a couple weeks ago. And same thing, man. It's just I, the thing I like about I'm glad I started with Makuni because Makuni will run no matter what. Like We've swore by that. Out the box, dude. Throw it on a treats kit. It'll run. Yeah, it'll it's run. Or Lego build to go 45, 50. Yeah, it'll run no matter what. But the thing I like about uh, Polini is adjustments matter. Like a yes. like a half a turn, you actually yep. feel a difference. Like on the air mixture screw. But oh, you know, shit. yeah, it's it's amazing. <laughs> but it, but but. If it's out of if you're out that. if you're out of parameters, your bike won't run. That's what happened to me on the fourth of July. I was just way, way too big a jet in there, and it just yeah, that was a whole, you know, maybe having to get walk. having having to get pushed, you know, three miles because my oh, shit. Yeah, but um. Anyways, enough about me. Back to you. No so, man, I was literally about to ask you how your how your hobbit's doing after because. I kind of felt bad that we were like the only place you didn't blast during your run. I was so tired, dude. I was so tired and wore all through that week. I got all, everything I need now, and I'm actually redialing everything back in, and we'll talk about that afterwards because of, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it's and, ripping again, dude. And I got my daily rider. Like, I got home, and everything just decided to work. Like, well, before I left my journey, nothing wanted to work, and I just said, fuck it, loaded up and left, and I got home and everything decided to work right. So, but yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk more about that when we're not on the podcast. Atmospheric pressures and whatnots. Well, yeah, and just you know, me trying to be whatever. <laughs> well, and you got when you were down in Richmond, you experienced your first hand of God, right? Yes. Biggie did the same thing for me. My very first rally. This this is a uh, mark. Yeah, I was gonna say Mark. Current you president. Yourself? Yes, yes. Yeah, current current president of the Graveyard Shifters Motor Club. I know we do things a little unorthodox, but you know we have rotating positions. That way, everybody gets a feel for everything. And when it comes down to making the club grow or having the club grow, we can all do a role if someone's not there. There you go. You know, if it's at a rally or whatever. But um, but my first rally in 2017 was down in richmond it was the seven hill scooter club indian summer 12. okay it was amazing way to start my moped journey and club journey and rally journey and everything because the theme of it was play on revenge of the nerds awesome so it was uh, their attention to detail was incredible 
and you know love everybody down there in richmond miss you all hope to see you soon yeah. um, but went down there and <laughs> and the um you know the the welcoming from all everybody down there was, was amazing but we started the ride i was actually riding that rally the 87 golden bullet okay which okay. did 30 on its best day you know, in full tuck. She's all reliable. She will not die unless she gets a flat. Well, it sounds but, like a stock bike. So we're coming up over a bridge and it's an uphill gain. I'm in full low position, doing the best I can, <laughs> wide open on a stock A3. Nobody talks like and that. next and next thing you know, I just feel this hand on my lower back. And I look over and it's Biggie and his girl is fiance on his hobbit and i'm gaining speed and then it clicked in me i was like just let off the throttle don't heat seize it i was so worried right at the start it was going to heat seize but i had heard on uh the moped monday podcast that you got the hand of god for the first time and i was like oh man if i if i can get on this podcast i gotta share my hand of god story because biggie helped me over that bridge and got me you know through the ride i think he had giving me a second hand to God at some point or somebody else may, may have, but that's what I love about the moped community because yeah. you always got somebody there watching your back. Well, I got to give my first hand to God like the very next week because we have local meetups on Thursdays um, in Minneapolis and somebody decided to do a stock bike night ride. And I'm like, I'm, I have to travel about 15 miles to get, to the wherever they're meeting up generally on a moped so i'm not traveling 15 miles on a stock bike so i just took my daily rider and the one of the club captains like actually rode a stock bike chris weber and i was giving him hand of god like about every other hill nice. i was on a moped and um tyler augustine was on his dirt bike and he was giving chris the hand of god half the time too so like that's awesome if you, if you give it you must receive or if you receive you must give it goes back and forth but no dude right. it's all rad yeah i mean i've i've had moments you know where i've come close but i can see there you know somebody's bikes getting up the hill mm -hmm. and i could just you know put my hand on their back and go wide open i mean i've got a tomos targa lx 90, uh, 99 tomos targa lx a35 um it's i built it to be fast but it's just a Lego build uh, treats kit. Yeah. VM18 yeah. with four pedal Melosi reed block. Oh, I, I dropped, yeah, I mean, I, a lot of modifications to it. You know, it's street made R wheels, hydro front forks. It breaks your back when you ride it because you're just supporting your entire upper body on your shoulders. See, that's oh, a, that's the thing with you guys and all your top tanks. I like my step through because I might look dorky as hell, but like my back doesn't hurt. Take me all the way to Chopper Town, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I I, yeah. I took my first Tomos and just ran with it and was like, I want to make this as fast as I can, as quick as I can. And with what Maddie taught me, you know, coming into the club and everything, you know, about three and a half years ago now. Um, you know, just ran with it and, 
you know, built what I could and wanted to build something fast to start, you know, got, you know, I got two pooks right now that I'm trying to make into one, um, you know, for just like a nice little city bike sort of deal. But, yeah. um, you know, I can't wait to get started, started on that. So you've heard of the hand of God, but I don't know if you've heard of the uh, red foreman boot in the ass. No, I haven't no. heard the red. I, I maybe once or twice, but nah, uh, well, so yeah, one thing that's been really kind of cool is that uh, every time that we've hosted uh, the oddball showdown uh, in its different forms in um, in uh, Ocean City at Tall Tales Brewing Company, we've always had randoms come out. Now, the first year, the random was uh, Chainsaw Tom from the Wizards. And we were so confused about why this man would come to the middle of nowhere to hang out with us. With his girlfriend. With his girlfriend. And then when his when her bike was having issues, sent his girlfriend out with a pack of beer ravenous wolves just alone on a pook that went like 25. And we were like, oh, my God, who is this savage? Well, years <laughs> later, I'm head to head doing a burnout with him and do a I literally spoke a late light my cigarette at Pittsburgh Mopit last year off of his red hot header because his tires won't blow and his motor won't blow and he's just tired of 20 minute burnouts and is getting old. It was, it was about 45 minutes of a burnout collectively and he still could not blow his tire. We were all actually very disappointed. So yeah, we, we, yeah. what tires are these now? They, they honestly, they glazed over. You ever burn army men when you were like young yeah. and destructive? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, remember that weird that like gets smooth? Yeah. You blow it out, you know, yeah. They did that. They did that thing. You okay. could feel it when it was done. It was like hardened plastic, like they were Chinese plastic as opposed uh, to actual rubber. But yeah, that was the, I had the arrow there and the arrow had the same motor build as my chopper and basically Mark's bike. And we minus didn't even- that rear yeah, sprocket. Minus the rear sprocket game, dude. We kept the uh, 31 tooth rear sprocket and the thing maxed out at 40 and would kill you to get there. Uh, Frank Bailey, shout out. Sorry, buddy. I'm still sorry. Goodbye, O Diablo. <laughs> She's half horse, half devil, they say. I don't know what to say, man. It sucks. Uh, but I'm glad you're feeling better, Frank. Um, but so with all the people that we've gotten to see and meet these randoms, uh, Alex Frank from Lancaster came down to ours this year, which was really cool. Um, he brought, he came down with his wife and either his brother-in-law, his brother, or a very close friend that they seem like family. And yeah, it was, they brought a little foursome down and, uh, but his throttle cable got stuck. And what it was, was he couldn't slide it past basically like one eighth. His okay. uh, little set screw was loose and he couldn't get any yank on it, but he could still rev out. And uh, one of the scooter guys had a GoPro cam attached to his leg shield. And uh, I'll send you the link to the, I'll tag you on this right now on Facebook. Um, All right. But uh, yeah, I literally put my boot on this kid's ass just because of the chopper's seating arrangement and just gave him the whole goose. Let's go. <laughs> this, this bike carries two people, me and my skinny wife, man. Let's rock out. <laughs> and uh, just kind of chugged him along right well, man. Right on. I tagged yeah, you in that there, awesome. man. I'll have, to, I'll have to look at that after we're done. With the two frames welded together, the hand of God doesn't work well with the no. highway bars and the foot pegs and the, and the this and the that. and. That's hilarious. No, I, I, I got to see the red foreman boot in the ass someday. Hopefully I'm not the recipient though, because yeah. No, that'd be trouble. Yeah. Unless it's a stock ride and I show up, it's cool. 
It's actually easier when you still have the luggage rack on the back of the Tomos. Yeah, that was his saving grace. That was his, because it gave him so much of a extension off the rear. Mm-hmm. We weren't in rotate, like none of our stuff that's spinning could touch and it was a lot better. Cause I get worried about stuff like that. I don't know with Biggie and stuff, we don't care. It's like, yeah, dude, we're cool. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm always like, I don't even know you. You came yeah. here with your wife. She's gonna be yeah. so pissed if she sees me kick you off the road. <laughs> that that's the from my experience, the hand of God. That's just keep it straight. Just keep yep. it straight and don't do anything dumb. I saw that Facebook meme. The guy had the toe strap around his chest, and I was just like, "That was that was so yeah. awesome, dude." <laughs> that was yeah. good. That was I've been so dumb, awesome. but I don't. I don't. Even <laughs> sixteen. I think even sixteen-year-old me is like, "Nope." <laughs> calling it here third story <laughs> jump you got me yeah. not with the rope no that's a slip that's gonna yeah. it's gonna pull stuff together maybe maybe a ski rope yeah i'll go for a ski rope you hold yeah. on to that and if you need yeah. to you just let go i think the thought of being tied at the core and dragged ugh. yeah that was um that was quite special that was it made me happy though it put a little smile on my face it made me think of indiana so don't worry uh it made me think of iowa because i literally saw um a guy going down the highway 35e he was in a trailer and nobody can see this in moped land but like he had a desk on one side and a desk on the other and he had his hands on the desk holding them down with sunglasses on and they're going 70 down the road i i've never seen anything more sketchy in my life but yeah so um Let's talk about your club a little bit, uh, the Graveyard Shifters. Like, how did they form? What is uh, the beginning, origins, and all that good stuff? Why don't you talk about them? So, uh, again, I come from Hot Rods, man. Uh, I, I joined the Navy when I was 18 years old. Seemed like a really good idea. Uh, and I got to Pensacola, Florida. And uh, for once, I was kind of really around, like, a lot of guys that were into the similar culture and uh, – I met uh, Nick Drager, uh, the guy that just came back to us, back into the fold, prodigal son. Um, he was one of the founders, and uh, Joshua Jay, who's out in Washington right now. Um, we uh, we were all stationed in the same barracks, and in our barracks, you, if you weren't classed up, and because of the government cutbacks at the time, classes were running slow. So everybody kind of had to do barracks duty. Well, barracks duty's dumb. You got to make you work like an eight to five job. You know, I'm 18. I'm a rebel. I don't have time for eight to five, man. I could be like doing stuff. So we all worked this mid shift and mid shift covered 11 to 6 a.m., which was pretty dope. And uh, we all like we realized like kind of into it. Like this is literally like all of us have the same music taste. What do you drive? A Buick Apollo? Google. Tell me. You know, start looking stuff up. And then we start ending up going to the same concerts. And before you knew it, we're like hanging out at the same car shows. We're like, hey, man. And then one of the dudes gets a bike. Okay, fine. Not a car club. Motor club. Mm-hmm. All right, no, that's a pretty good idea. What should we call ourselves? Graveyard shifters? That's an insanely good idea. Where'd you come up with that? Well, I know the Navy calls it midship, but when I was a civilian, they called it graveyard shift. And we are. A multiple of that so that makes sense and yeah it sounds uh i like it and uh, that's why i got this zombie hand coming out of a cemetery holding a shifter on my back mm-hmm. um but uh we once we got orders we all kind of knew you know this this fun won't last we're all going to get orders to different places or 
some of us did. And uh, so once we all left Pensacola from our training area, uh, Josh went out to uh, Washington. Dreger came to uh, Virginia for a while and we were chilling together, but our boats were on opposite deployment schedules. So while I was out, he was home. And while he was home, I was out, vice versa, whatever. But um, Jay was on the other end of the freaking world uh, in Washington. I don't even know what schedule his ass was on. But uh, so what, when uh, I got out, I came back to Maryland and kind of dropped off the face of the earth for a bit. When Nick went out to California, um, Drager, uh, he kind of dropped off the face of the earth for a bit. And then the mopeds kind of popped up and I was like, man, you know, I miss this stuff. Like I, I really dig this and uh, started to bring it back and try and like revive it and uh, not even revive, but you know, it's, it's never changed for me. It's always been part of my life ever since I tattooed it on my back after the second deployment with my dudes. And um, so once we got kind of started back up, I, you know, started once I started getting back on my feet, uh, after I got back to my hometown, I started catching up with different people like Mark, Mark, I had met back when I had my first car with no floors. Um, Chris, um, my buddy, Brian, that you met, uh, you know, I a little, I literally built chopper and low rider bicycles with Brian. Like that was, you know, that was us before we could touch engines. Um, and uh, thankfully to that group of friends and, and Kyle and everybody else, we started to kind of build back up. You know, Mark got into the mopeds. Uh, his girl Tara got in uh, to the mopeds. She started working on it when he got her Raven. Her first Tomas was a purple one. Um, she was doing all the work there. And like, you know, it, it was cool. We've had a lot, we've had some clingers come, not clingers, but we've had some like outsiders come and go. Um, we had an uh, awesome guy, Sam, from a college in Ohio, but he's also, he lives local to us when he's not in college. Um, he wanted one to transit around campus. You know, before he came to us, you know, he could barely change a tire and his oil. Um, but after Amir talking through rebuilding a motor, you know, he brought something to life that he had no concept that he could even do that. And awesome. uh, it was kind of awesome. cool seeing that face like, oh my God, it actually started. Like, yeah, you followed his instructions. Good job, bro. <laughs> Inside the lines. Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. No, but uh, by numbers. then he repanned the whole thing and that was pretty cool. Just, you know, I like watching people create, man. Uh, I've mm -hmm. seen enough destruction in my time, uh, like working on uh, forward looking infrared cam. So like, I enjoy seeing people build and grow stuff, be it a garden, be it a moped, be it their home, whatever. Um, but in, in this case, it's been cool watching my friends grow and watching, you know, us kind of grow as a team into this. Uh, you know, we were bummed out when we missed Moped Army last year, but honestly, uh, just like us, like, just like being in the service, you know, you're not always going to advance every, uh, every cycle that you have the opportunity to gain rank. You know, sometimes you just need to reflect on yourself and say, you know, where can I grow? And another thing about like the, you know, the kind of nature of our club is we don't classify. So, like, you know, word for word, we don't classify as a moped club. We are a motor club. And I know that ticked off a lot of people with Moped Army, but. But I mean, if let's be honest into, here, you're Do into you... hot rods. Harleys, yeah. mopeds, I mean, how many, scooters, how many jet ski, whatever. How many moped people have a Honda Helix right now? Like, let's just not even play games. Let's throw the dirt. Let's just throw the fucking dirt <coughs> right now. 
All I'm going to say is how many clubs love shifty bikes? Yeah, I, well, yeah, and that was the thing that was brought up because when they grilled us, somebody asked, like, what our dream pets were. And, like, my first, my first, like, under, like my first seeing of a custom moped was in Italy when I was in Naples. Mm-hmm. I did not realize that you could be on a hot rod level with, like, some smooth old metal that basically looks like a fancy step-through women's bicycle frame with a teardrop tank and make it a ripper mm-hmm. and I mean, i'm just drunk in naples like oh my god hell yeah that's pretty sick <laughs> i mean who doesn't love a nice honda cub yeah who doesn't like a cub man hey dude, but i like the fantastic there's, there's a mid-60s ones that just got posted at a scooter shop in minneapolis it's just it's beautiful it's, you know i love those I, I, you know they got a leg sports. shield yeah, those four cycles, dude, they're nuts to be around at a moped rally because, like, all of a sudden you hear all these two strokes and you hear this bomber fucking ripping by you up a hill. Like, what the fuck was that? That was Amir at Smog Squad 2016 <laughs> on a 78 Honda CT90 with no exhaust. Oh, those are always fun to go. Like, like all of a sudden you just hear this low RPM thing. Like, what the hell? Yeah. That's Hold on, guys. Are we going on trails? Let me put it in low gear. Did you say low gear? <laughs> it's the switch on the bottom of the case. Yeah, low gear. Tops out at 25, climbs a 25% grade. Good luck. <laughs> and who doesn't love a Tomos ATX? I mean, come on. They're beautiful. Yeah, Did yeah. you see Justin's when you were Richmond, dude? Um, Possibly. Um, What color? The red angry dirt bike. No, I don't think I did. Like, I saw no. so much. Dude, I get, I get overwhelmed. And, like, I hear you. And I, I just there's stopped a lot of bikes down there. Yeah, I was overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed with Tampa, man. I was really oh, glad to meet. I was so glad to meet you there, but I was also so glad that people even made it. It was for. It seemed like everybody you talked to down there was like, I had X, Y, and Z going on. All of them are super critical to my life, and I said, "F it, I'm going mm-hmm. to Tampa." Yeah, that's a rally that shouldn't have happened. It, like, if you look at everything on paper. Tampa Steve got stupid lucky how well that turned out. Like, so I'm sad lucky. I missed it. Dude, like, it was, the ride was okay, but it was just the camaraderie of everybody being there. And, like, like it, yeah, I don't even, I think the actual, the energy it was like, a 20 was like mile, it was a 20 mile ride. It wasn't shit. Like, but like, once we the, went in the marina and turned around, I was like, eh, I'm not even here for the ride. Let's be honest here. Yeah. I just yeah. drove through fucking like, 12 hours straight of just pouring rain with Biggie behind me. And the only, the only like glimmer of hope I had was Bill texting me like, Hey, we're thinking about pulling over at this next spot. Well then fuck it. We're, we're trucking through. I'm beating them. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm coming across bridges and a Toyota matrix loaded up with all my camping gear and a bike hanging off the back. And every bump I hit, I can hear the front end. just oh. <laughs> Comes back down. <laughs> Oh, that's a, that's a great feeling. No, I fight, like I told you, man, I hopped the flight. I, I don't know. Yeah, it was just a weird happenstance that I even went. Um, so let me ask you this. Like, it sounded like you were hitting stuff right away. What's the farthest out you've ever been to a rally? Like, the long... Honestly, mileage-wise, got to be Tampa. Okay, before Tampa, then. Like, what was... Well, how see, long, then we get, then how we, long then a we... ride was Tampa for you? I think Tampa's like 16. Okay. So you can Maryland. make 14 so to 16 you, hours. 
so you guys can definitely make it out to Minnesota next year if they have. <laughs> yeah, no, we our big push right now as it sits because the other thing with graveyard shifters is that uh, like Nick Drager's back in the fold. Uh, I've been very fortunate in a strange way, the, the couple jobs that I've been able to work traveling uh, in, in distant places in the US, my company would call them one city name, like something attainable, like something you'd wanna go to. Like, hey, you're gonna go work in Vegas. Turns out you're working in um, Fallon, Nevada. Like, oh shit, yes! <laughs> I am gonna hit a fucking Woodward, dude. He's gonna fucking be lit. <laughs> and then they were like, yeah, you're gonna be working in LA. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, and I, I messaged my buddy and he's like, oh no, I live in uh, Camarillo. And I'm like, oh shit. He's like, yeah, with the daughter and the wife, that's like, you know, hour and a half, two hours, you know, uh, that's probably not going to work out. I actually get there. He's 12 minutes to his house from the base I'm working at. My hotel is 20 minutes. Where do you think I stay? Nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and uh, it just in that week, man, catching up, um, like, and working on his bike, like, it, we just, yeah. It, uh, so with, with us being that, like now split between the coasts, with how hard it is to get everybody to line up, um, the only two kind of things we want to have happen is that you either make the Moped Army National Rally or you make mm -hmm. our rally. Um, yeah, yeah. Just because yeah. we've got Tyler and uh, or Tyler in Michigan, um, Josh up in Washington, and Nick in California, and then we've got the solid crew here. We're just growing with those guys, and you know they were they were literally the founding members, man. So they have uh, every right to do so. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I've been so blessed to be able to catch up with those dudes, man, and like kind of remember what we started from and uh really what it was all about it wasn't about you know magazines or flash shit. it was about you know the homies and the friends and you know the the secondary family we've created for ourselves in this community yeah mopeds are pretty rad like that um you brought up that you, you brought up a question i kind of asked now again what is your dream moped what's your and, uh, we uh okay so moped man I know, I know. You can go scooter. Fantic, go scooter Fantic Chopper doesn't it's, count. It does, though. It has pedals. <laughs> uh, all right, fine. Uh, I'll go in U.S. Scoot. model then. You can go scooter or moped. I don't care. No, it's it's not a scooter thing. Um, I'm I just I really like a lot of the Euro models. Uh, I actually I subscribed to Moped Magazine um, out of the Netherlands. Uh, I can't read fuck from it, but I love looking at the pictures, which yeah. just sounds like me reading a book anyway. So that's great. But isn't a picture worth a thousand words? That's what I've been trying to tell Chelsea, and she's not listening. <laughs> That's why we work. <laughs> and uh, we, I, I really like the Fantic Chopper, man. Fantic, uh, it's, you know, everybody, everybody knows the name Fantic, but the Chopper just kind of got blown off by the wayside. I know Matt St. John has one. Uh, apparently finding parts sucks, but it's just, it's one of those things I just, I want one. Like everything I've ever liked was odd, man. A 63 Mercury Comet, they're like, oh, a Falcon with fins? And I'm like, yes, it's a Ford Falcon with fins. It's called a Mercury Comet, thank you. You know, a, a Fantic Chopper, do you mean a Fantic? No, I mean a Fantic Chopper. Like I didn't make a Fantic into a Chopper. It was a make and model Fantic Chopper. Just look it up, they're fucking hot. Easy rider with pedals. Meh. I'm gonna have to definitely look that up because I've never seen a Maddie. Oh, they're pretty, man. You, yeah. Once you see it, I mean, as long as you're down to get taken all the way to Chopper Town. Oh, dude, I love everything built. Like, it doesn't matter. 
I, I can I can appreciate anything. I've even come to in the hot rod world. Um, I've even come to appreciate gases, and I'm not a big fan of gases. So get me going on them. Like if that's your jam, dude, rock and roll. But like I'm just not a gasser person. I'm a low rider guy, dude. I grew up around all this Hispanic kids. So my heart is literally split, man. Ugh. Dude, I love low riders. You, you, that's you know. Oh man, I miss the spoked wheels. That's one thing that I do kind of wish I could see in the moped world. And it's it's insane. I would never want to be the guy to lace a 144 spoke brake drum wheel. No. But motherfucker, when you do it, give me a fucking call. At podcast land, if you're listening, if you make a low rider 144 spoke lace wheel, <laughs> give me a holler. I would like them in a revival hub, front and rear. That'd be dope. Well, did he get to see your kicker? Yeah, no, he saw the garage. I was going to say, well, yeah. the, kick, you know, the kicker's he the kicker. He probably saw the kicker. I mean, the kicker's a nice little bike. For what it is. I don't mind. I, re, I enjoy it for what it is. As long as you, you know, you're not calling the kicker a moped and we're acknowledging no, it's I'm a not calling motorcycle. A moped. I'm just I mean, saying I mean as a whole. I just mean as a whole. I know you aren't. But uh, I, that suicide shifter dude on a semi-automatic, just man. Feel yeah. like Indian Larry at 35 miles an hour. <laughs> no, I think I'd have to say my dream moped. I'm kind of torn between. I mean, I would love, I would love to have a super solid running Hobbit, but the impulse buyer in me would very easily go down that rabbit hole. It's um. <laughs> It's a dangerous rabbit hole to get involved with that very yeah. game. Which I is why it. I still I haven't it. bought one. <laughs> they're they're frustrating, but they're fun. No, nah, dude, they're fun. It's just like, it's just like poops. It's just like Tomos, you know, once you, you take, I still haven't figured shit out, you know? I think I got stuff figured out, then the atmosphere changes, and then I'm screwed. So whatever, but no. Yeah. Mopeds are mopeds, man. They're fun. Um, no, it. I mean, I, I still love Tomos ATX. I said it earlier. You know, I mean, it's it's great. I love it. It's Tomos. I mean, we are, you know, Tomos. We bleed Tomos. I guess you could say. <laughs> I mean, Am if I, I was gonna buy, if I was gonna buy an outboard motor, I'd buy a Tomos. <laughs> yes, but, um, boats, boats have made it onto the podcast. You're welcome. But yes, Matt we're now cover, we're covering multiple forms of travel now. Got hot rods, mopeds, and boats. Yes. So do we Maddie's have any train getting... fans here? Do we got any trains? Oh, don't make me get my book. Hey, dude, I <laughs> talked about airplanes earlier. I hopped the flight to Tampa, so we're covering yeah. all forms of travel. Planes, trains, and automobiles, and mopeds, and no, I, I got to be honest. I kind of cheat. Uh, if you're looking for like almost extreme looking, easy to achieve spray paint paint jobs. I highly recommend looking at old railroad steam engines. They give you simple three color combos that are easily sprayable with canned spray paint. And yes. <laughs> but Maddie's actually got a moped sitting in his garage that is a bit of a dream moped for me because my favorite color being orange, it is generally competition orange. Okay. But it's also, what year? Oh my God, uh, 77, 78? No, it's first, it's a first year import, 78? First year import with the riveted, like, dog tag, VIN number, 
no sticker, like metal dog tag stamped VIN number. 78. 78, yeah, 78. It's to find a Tomos. A, se- a 78 Tomos, okay. I was like a 78, 78 Tomos <laughs> with the dog tag metal stamped VIN number from yeah. Slovenia is I know they exist hard to find. I've seen a couple on the different page posts but as a hot rod guy you know I've got like 30 different Tomosters mm-hmm. so when that one kind of popped up that one was a little special to me like A35 yeah is it me or there's there, there's no uh, mopeds for sale right now like <laughs> it's pretty dry out there like it's like everybody bought every moped right now because or it's just the wrong time of year because you look on Facebook Marketplace, there's nothing for sale. It's either that or Adam Moyer's buying It's them. all Adam Moyer's fault. Dude, he's literally just Mad, buying them all. Yeah, Mad Brapper, stay out of the Midwest. Yeah, like I gave him a bunch of mopeds and then he just goes and buys some more. Like, I just gave you some. We have McDonald's at Why home. I mean, he can ho- he can host a forty person rally, and everyone would have something to ride if they didn't bring anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so the hear- rally Adam Moyer needs to host. He was going to host one. Yeah, I, Matt Brapper was. If gonna he's going to ho- if he hosts a rally, <coughs> I I I could imagine you got to like, host the whole West Coast. Yes, if that's just this how it's got to be. You mean the you East gotta Coast? You got to host everybody. Anybody that anybody that shows a plane ticket, dude, you got to host them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Like, he was talking about this mad fairyland of moped utopia he has, and I was all excited to go. I was gonna check it out, then fucking Rona hit. So, then whatever. What? Corona Rona hit. hit. Yep. Ah. But right on, right on. All right, we're kind of looking to wrap her up about now. So, um, that's kind of what I got. I don't know. So, what's your moped weeks looking like these days? I know work is always weird for you. With Rona, man, it's been a little weird. Um, I'm grateful that I get to be coworkers with coworkers in a sense, uh, in a purely legal sense of matter. Me and 90% of my clubmates would interact with each other, regardless of our hobbies, due to our trades of work, be it a benefits administration individual talking having a meeting with a member that she provides the benefits for, or be it a electrician talking to a possible telecom installer that he may be working with. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've been, we've had our own little kind of meetups, but the one thing that kind of does bum us out is like uh, everything's so kind of broke up right now. All our meetups, like we used to meet on every Wednesday or Thursday, depending upon work schedules. And we would rotate because like Mark and Tara are on like kind of West South side of Baltimore. Um, Cause they're down in middle river. Me and, you know, we're up technically in Harford County. That's East. Nope. Looking on the wrong side of the map. That's East. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so it's kind of been, um, so we always try and get, Tara. Hi, I'm Tara. Hi, Tara. Hi, Tara. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Thankfully, Tara is an awesome bartender. So for Hi. a while, <laughs> it was working out that, again, in our regular interactions, we see each other. So we, you know, 
so when we would try and get together we'd go to wherever tara was working at at the time mm -hmm. and you know it, thankfully now it it's starting to you know slow it down uh mo and plus you yeah. know with most most of the guys are moving into the neighborhood man so it's kind of cool yeah you gotta, you gotta, go ahead you got a pretty yeah. unique uh setup there in your whole area which is pretty cool it's pretty cool though. it's it's unique like richmond has their like has their own but like at the same time we have a condo full of young like it's being taken over by young people and at some point, they're, these old people are going to have to step down from that administration, and we're going to take over. And that pool is going to be <laughs> filled with pool, yeah, mopeds everywhere and a pool full of natter days. Fuck the gym. Dude, I'm telling you, when you guys take over that, com that compound, it's going to be fucking lit, and I want to be there to witness. <laughs> we'll be hosting rallies, dude. We used, to host ride we used to host riding rages here, but they took us to Kangaroo Court with the Condo Association. Bastards. We had Legion come down and the Wizards, and they were like, "Who are these hooligans?" Damn kids, get off my lawn! Yeah, exactly. You don't own this lawn. It's literally three by three. It's a condo. Calm your tits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Jim, it's been awesome to talk to you, man. Uh, yeah. I, I really feel like this was really self-centered, man. I, I kind of thought there's be more of a Bali, but you. No, kept, you know, I try to. I try to get your story out there more because I, you know, this is. I guess my podcast and people, if people want to hear me talk, they get to hear me talk every week and you're kind of more the, you're the featured guest. So it's all about you and it, no, dude, you did great. And you guys are rad. Um, Nothing's ever all about me. Stop. Um, just stay on. We'll chat a bit after the podcast, but as we sign off, I just want you to remember mopeds are dumb. <laughs> Mopeds are dumb. So dumb, but so fun. <laughs>